Discussions in this show are for educational purposes. Information presented should not be considered an investment recommendation. Always consult with a financial planner before making investment decisions. Our opinions are based on current economic conditions that are subject to change. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Securities and advisory services are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner, Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. United Planners representatives do not offer tax or legal advice. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, visiting with Brett Hanson. Brett, thanks for being on the program with me. It's very, very good to be here, Dale. Now, Brett came to me with a idea for a podcast radio show, and I said, brilliant. And essentially, you want to talk about Social Security. Doesn't everybody? I, I mean, <laughs> now, as we go through this, don't change channels. This is going to be a lot of fun. And the reason and then the conclusion of this, we're actually going to tell you how you can get as much as 72 to 85% more Social Security than the average filer. Holy cow! It's going to be worth going through some entertaining banter from the two of us about Social Security. And this is really good news for the folks that are younger, that are paying into Social Security. It's good news for the folks that are getting ready to claim Social Security. There are a couple of tidbits in here if you're already claim Social Security, how to make it improve your income. If you've claimed it and your spouse hasn't, there's a whole lot of really interesting stuff. As I go through here and we start talking about Social Security, since you brought it up, I kind of want to turn the program over to you. You can certainly ask me a couple of questions if you want to. Where would you like to start talking about Social Security in an interesting way so they don't change the channel? <laughs> well, I'll ask you a question. I or actually, I'll tell you, Social Security can be so complicated. You would think it would be so easy to figure out. Dale, I think you know how many rules there are in Social Security. There are about, <laughs> well, and we say this, there may be more than this, but about 1,700 different rules that we have to think about when we start doing Social Security. Social Security is so complex and especially complex for divorced people. Mm -hmm. It's especially complex for people that have had one of their spouses pass away. Widows and widowers, it's very complex. It's extremely complex for survivors that are minors. Holy cow. And then think about... Oh, how complex could it be about people that are disabled? Well, all right, so we're kind of setting up a couple of things. Now, the vast majority of folks, we hope, are not going to have those most complex issues, but we'd like to spend some time on a few of those. How is Social Security funded? By you and me, and through payroll deductions. I think it's 6.2% or so of your wages. It goes right to paying other people's Social Security. And our employer puts in Another, the, the, same, the amount. same amount. So you, yep. you get in, it's something like a, a little less than 16% that goes in the total of FICA and FUTA mm -hmm. taxes. So as we kind of, this is funded by people that are still working. Right, right. And there's one other place, the trust fund. Tell us a little bit about that. How is that set up? Dale, that's, that's one I am not quite sure about, but I think... In your past, I think you've got a little bit of knowledge on that. 
There's about $3 trillion, or a little less than $3 trillion in the trust fund. At the current rate that is being paid, the trust fund is still growing. It's not being uh, depleted. Mm -hmm. The income that is coming in to the Social Security system is allowing the trust fund to continue to receive more income, and the and it continues to grow. It's invested in some of the safest securities, U.S. government bonds and that is allowing it to continue to grow on its own. Well, I was, and I'm glad to hear that because I, I had thought that the way that things are now, that there would be no more money left in the, in the, in the 2030s or something like that. But you're saying we're, we're, we're looking pretty good no matter what. We believe that we're looking pretty good until about 2034 or right. three, 2030, mm-hmm. depending on who you talk to. Right. I mean, you're really going to believe a government analysis. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So right. as we talk to uh-huh. 2032-2034 is when we now are going to be dipping into the trust fund. And that being then at some point in time, we're going to deplete the trust fund. If we have this amount of folks that are turning 65, let's talk about that. So there's this group of folks called baby boomers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have the bubble of the baby boomers. And the bubble of the baby boomers is turning 65 at 10,000 people a day. That's a lot of people. <laughs> so Line them up. So as, we, as folks turn 65, it is putting a tremendous amount of pressure on the administration of the Social Security system. And it's not why you would think. Why, why do you think it's putting pressure if people turn 65 on the Social Security system? Because more people, more and more people like never before are starting to get or needing to get benefits will likely be applying soon. And that's, that's why you were telling me just a minute ago that in 2034, 2035, whatever it is, we could have a problem uh, meeting our, the needs of the people that are the recipients of well, Social Security. I'm going to tell you why. Medicare is also administered by the same group mm-hmm. of people as Social Security. Right. And at the time you've been funding, as every time you work, you and your employer fund Medicare. And you work up until age 65, and then there's a the minute you turn 65, you're eligible for Part A, Part B, mm-hmm. Part D of Medicare, or you get on the Advantage plan, and you can get substantially lower health care rates. So you're 64. Mm-hmm. Your health care rates can be really, really tough. Yes. Day after you turn 65, you can get on Medicare, and all of a sudden, all the costs that you were experiencing could go down substantially. That's true. All right. So, you know, everybody loves to hear this, but if you did not have Medicare in your future, you would not be able to afford retirement because the last years of your, the health care costs would be astronomically high. And so as and they go up every year, you get older. We hope you get older. As we go through, <laughs> as I talk to Brad, I hope you get older and older and older and older and older and older, and older <laughs> year after year after year, and year after year after year, your health care costs on average, actuarially is the way we kind of talk as mathematicians, goes up. And eventually you're going to end up 
having a health care system that's going to be so expensive that you all of your retirement would be used up in health care and you'd never have anything to live with. But with Medicare, you've got that security that health care is not going to cause you to go bankrupt. And the American worker chips in and pays that out of their payroll check. It's out of the something check. like 5.6% of it's included in the FICA and FUTA. I think it's 1.45% just Medicare. Just Medicare. Thanks for doing that per for the employer and the employee. So right. that would be 2.9%. Right. Thanks for knowing that. And, I, I, and I'm going through this. If we're off a tiny bit, it really doesn't matter. We're close enough. And that we could actually get you that. If you really want to know the exact percent, we will be glad to get that for you. If this is sort of the basics of how it works, is you pay into it your whole working career. I mean, I've been working since I was 15. So, I mean, you look at I'm serious. I paid into my first Social Security, my first Medicare payment was me working at 15. Man, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, there you go. That is amazing. And I've been working ever since. So as we kind of do this, we kind of go back in. Now, I'm going to ask you this. I know I have this memorized from our study material. How many years does it take for you to pay in, or how many, we say quarters, does it take for you to earn a Social Security check? Typically about 40 quarters, or about 10 years. And a, full benefits. And so a quarter, how much, and I'm going to ask you this, because see how well you read the material. How much do you have to earn to earn a quarter? I don't know specifically, but it is not very much. It's about $1,300. It's not much, right. To earn a quarter per month. It'd be $3,900, but about $1,300 a month to earn a quarter. So it's not that much. No. So it's easy to earn, relatively easy to earn your 10 quarters if you have your 10 year, or excuse me, 40 quarters if you have 10 years of work, or if eventually you might have a, a year off, you somebody takes off to have children, or somebody mm-hmm. would uh, be disabled and sick and they right. can't work, they'll eventually most folks earn those 40 quarters pretty easy. One more hard question, Brad. Go for it. I'm, I know you're prepared for this. Well, we'll see. So how many years do you have to earn money to, to have a maximum so- Social Security check? How many years do you have to work? Or you have to, How many years do you have to work to earn, uh, ha- oh, to okay. pay into okay. Social Security gotcha. to get a maximum Social Security check? Well, they, your wages, and there's a there's kind of a complicated formula, but it's basically the average of 35 years worth of wages. Rock solid. That's yep. perfect. you got to work 35 yep. years to earn a maximum check. Yep. And the maximum check has changed every year. It's about $130,000. It's in yeah, there, someplace sure. in there. But you're likely not to get the maximum amount. It's... Uh, the normal worker in the United States, what is that, 90000 a year, 80000 a year? Yeah, I'm not sure it's that Something high. Like, yeah. It may not be that high, but you're not likely to get that maximum amount of Social Security. If you have 35 years at the maximum amount, you'd get the maximum amount of Social Security. Yeah. With that being said, I'm hopefully you'll, as you're listening to this, you're in that young stage of earning your Social Security. You're starting to chunk the money back into Social Security, your employers helping you fund it. 
I want you to be more optimistic about it being there for you as as we are a little older we don't have to worry quite as much but as younger folks I can tell you as I was in my 15 20 year of being a very young worker everybody worried about social security going bankrupt mm-hmm. 50 years ago they were worrying about social security going bankrupt so it's not some new concept this right. whole the whole concept for and then it's been paying out it's like clockwork to all those retirees that retired in the the 1950s the 1960s the 1970s the 80s the 90s all the way into the 2000s it's always been paying out so as we kind of come back into this whole spot in here where we're uh, talking about social security paying it's going to be there for everybody it is it's going to be there in the future with that being said if we are offering a complimentary consultation to personally look at every single listener out there's social security if you want to when we do this we usually as we say jokingly brett's got nothing to do (laughs) and so he's just sitting by the phone hoping somebody would call him up and disturb his sleep i just come in to do podcast he just he just comes in to do podcast (laughs) he's sitting there by the phone as you think about giving us a call love to hear from you and visit with you about yours if you especially if you have a divorce in your record you have a death in your family with from a spouse you have uh, children that are minors and there's a whole lot of reasons to visit with us 806-358-7977 1-800-299-PLAN or just email there's still email out there mm-hmm. and Brett's easy to remember it's Brett with two T's at DaleBuckner.com and that, my name's Dale at DaleBuckner.com this is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett's a certified financial planner, has his MBA. I'm a certified financial planner, have my MBA. We're fiduciaries. And one of the greatest pleasures we have is to assist our clients, our friends, our listeners in being able to claim a bigger Social Security check. And we can counsel folks that haven't claimed yet in doing that. And I can kind of start this off by explaining that my mom, my mother, dear mother, lived to 98 years old. And she worked at Litton's in Lubbock. And she made computers before computers were cool. Wow. So, and she was the, she did the assembly line and then she was the inspector for computers and would ultimately, she was the one that put her initials on the, the computers. Cool, huh? That is. That well, is. I didn't know that. She saved up a relatively small amount of money inside of a retirement plan and then she retired and she retired relatively, for me, it was relatively young. She retired at 62. You know why she retired? I guess it was, I guess she felt eligible to collect Social Security. <laughs> yes. The first day that she could get Social Security, she quit. Well, now, as we go through this, and as I visited with her through her retirement, and I was her financial planner <laughs> when I wasn't when she retired. Back in 62, I was a relatively young dude. But when we were visiting about this uh, at, at her age, 62, 
as we were visiting with her about it, and I said, what are the biggest regrets, Mom, you have in retiring? And her biggest regret, she said, I really shouldn't have retired at 62. I really brought into the whole concept that Social Security was going to go bankrupt and that I better start getting my money out of it as soon as I could. And I really could have really benefited greatly by working another at least three years until Medicare kicked in. And then I could have really gotten a bigger check if I'd waited till 65 because it was full retirement age. So they took money out of my pocket for that. And I said, would you ever considered getting a much bigger check if you would have gotten 85% more at that time if you'd retired at 62, if you'd waited until age 70, Mm -hmm. because they would give you 8% more every year Mm -hmm. you wait past 65. That would have been... 40% 40% more, and it was 85% more. She says, it makes me heart sick to yeah. think about how, because I, she ended up getting $1,300 a month from Social Security, and that's not even close to the amount of money it takes to live this. this it's kind of expensive. Well, of course, 1300 back then went a long ways more than it does now, though. But that was what she was really is sort of stuck with in a strange way. Uh, we're going to say she got less than that when she returned, and eventually it just finally got up to $1,300. wonder why so many people think that Social Security is not going to be around. Just, I hear that so much. I, I, don't know if your um, mom, I don't know if your mom told you or not. All right, so there, there's a political reason to sell fear. And the political, if you sell, one of the most um, strong emotions that we have ever, the two ones that we talk about in the book, Make Money, Think Rich, are fear and greed. And fear causes you to have unrealistically pessimistic view of the world. And then greed causes you to take undue risk that you should not take with your money. And so fear, and I can get people to vote for me. I'm not saying me personally, but if I'm a politician, I can get people to vote for me if I sell them fear and make them so scared they have to vote for me so that selling Social Security going bankrupt is a great way to get votes. It's not a smart way to get votes. It's not a ethical way to get votes, but it has been used since the beginning of Social Security to make things uh, look worse. With that being said, we've got to take a break. If you want to have a conversation about how to have a better paycheck from Social Security, we don't know that we, if you've already claimed it, it's going to be a little hard to change. But if you haven't claimed it yet, we would like to have a complimentary consultation with all of our listeners. If you're imminently getting ready to claim, we'd love to have you come in. Give us a call at 806-358. 7977-1-800-299-PLAN. You can set your own appointment. I'm, mm-hmm. It doesn't get any easier than no, this. We have a thing called Calendy on our website, www.dalebuckner.com, and just set your own appointment. Or we'd like to li- you to listen to the radio show as a podcast in its entirety. You can just go to the, the podcast little app on your phone, and put in Dale Buckner and it comes up or go to Amazon.com, put in Dale Buckner and the podcasts come up. Can't get any easier. 
This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett with two T's. We kind of you've gotten <laughs> joked in the grocery store. Yeah. You, you have your folks from church will call you, "Hey, Brett with two T's uh. over there." <laughs> it's it's kind of fun. Kind of kind of someplace in there when I first had Brett on as a guest, I I think I might have called him Brad, and then he obviously corrected mm-hmm. me, and then I we said so, so it's Brett with two T's, and that's when. Kind of stock and it's kind of fun stuff. Yeah, and as we kind of do this with talking about Social Security, we want you to know that you could be getting 72 to 85 percent larger check if you delay Social Security past claiming it's 62. Mm-hmm. Through the history of Social Security, the first, the most common age to claim was 62 because of fear. It had nothing to do, we call it, I mean, let me give you some longevity planning. We're going to live longer than 65. And back in the beginning of Social Security, it was claimed at 62 because the average age people lived was 65. And they would claim it and they got it for, you know, they were thinking, well, I'm going to get it for three years and then I'm going to die. And I want to get as much out of it as I can. I better claim it at 62 to get something out of it. Wouldn't it be better if you expected to live until you're 85 or 90, which is very common, and instead of collecting at 62, collect at 70, you'll get 75% more or something like that. And then with each and every year, you're going to get a cost of living raise on top of that. So there's just not a lot of reasons to take it early. I'm going to, this, this is a great conversation to have. If you get a pension, it doesn't go up every year. It stays exactly the same. So if I take a a pension check at 62, 65, then I'm going to get that same amount of check over and over again. And there's a thing called the COLA. Explain how a COLA works. Well, I think that's a cost of living adjustment. And basically, I think every October, the government goes back the prior year and there's a way they calculate what inflation was, some kind of different measurements. And then whatever that is, Social Security uses that for the Social Security increase for the following year. So that's kind of simplistic, but that's how it works. It is remarkably easy for us to come back in and say that the people that existed two years ago that were getting a check for $1,000 got 8.9% more. They now got $1,089. It was 8.9% increase two years ago. So what is it, 3.6? You mean this year? Yeah, this year. I think it's, it's 2.3 this year, and I think it was 8.7 last year. 8.7? Okay. But, so. but yeah, it's... Really amazing increase that vastly help them keep up with the cost of living. As I go through this, every single person that's retiring should aspire to have a rising income their whole retirement. If I I come back in, and, and this is a conversation that I've had multiple times on the show, if the 
investment that you're purchasing is paying you out a guaranteed 5% rate of return that doesn't have the probability of having an increase, then you're really making a big mistake if you're going to be retired for 20, 25, 30 years. Right. Well, let's go ahead and offer that complimentary consultation once again that is we offer to all our listeners and folks out there. If you'd like to have a conversation about your Social Security, love to have you come in. Give us a call at 806-358-7977. 1-800-299-PLAN if you want to have a larger Social Security check or the possibility of a larger Social Security check. Love to have you come in. And if you want to email it, it's Brett with two T's at DaleBuckner.com or Dale at DaleBuckner.com. And then you can set your own appointment at our website, www.DaleBuckner.com. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, visiting with Brett Hansen, and we're having a conversation about Social Security, and people haven't turned us off yet. This is amazing. And as we kind of come back in, I've got great news for you. You saved up a bunch of money in your retirement plan, and I'm so thrilled that you got this bundle of money in there. And then I've got horrible news for you. It's infested <laughs> with taxes. Holy cow. What? How, how much? How do you feel now about it? You're IRA is infested with tax unless you got a Roth IRA. Then it's you you got rid of the infestation of taxes. Well, every dollar that you get from Social Security is likely to be infested with taxes too. That's very possible. Well, now as we kind of converse with this, one of the seventeen hundred rules mm-hmm. that that's why you need to work with a certified financial planner with your Social Security planning. 1700 worlds one of them is is you could start taking social security at 62 then keep working that's right but your social security may be taxed and maybe even more devastating is you may not even get it all even the reduced amount you may not even get the total amount of the reduced amount if you work too much what i know it's crazy i earned this social security (laughs) check why can't they give it to me? Well, because they're upset with you for collecting early. <laughs> All right, so when can I retire? Now, this is not talking about me or you. When the folks out there that are listening that are haven't retired yet, when can I retire and collect Social Security and still work and get and not be diminished? My Social Security check won't be cut part. Once you reach what is called your full retirement age. And it's anywhere between 65 and 67. There's nobody out there that's working today that hasn't already taken Social Security that we get at 65. So 66 to 67. If you're born in 1960 mm-hmm. or later, it'll be 67. Right. Well, just I thought I'd clean that up. Yeah. There's some, you know, sort of things that people like to know. <laughs> so if you're if you're born past 1960, then it'll be 67, and then you can earn as much money as you want. Mm-hmm. If you want to keep working, you can do it, and your Social Security check is not reduced. But it's taxed more. So you forget the three thousand, four thousand dollar check from Social Security, and you're making a normal wage of ninety to a hundred thousand dollars, or even better, 
I know some people that are still working after Social Security age that are doing pretty darn well, then they can get a much bigger check and then they mm-hmm. pop themselves into a higher tax bracket. And so Social Security, 85% of Social Security will be taxed at your marginal tax rate, which could be 30 percent or even more 35 percent it could be 35 percent if you're in a much bigger you'd have tax to be earning bracket. a lot yeah you'd have to be earning a lot but they've got, got clients out there that, that are pretty proud of themselves yeah, that are earning that right. much right so as i go through this you've got clients out there that are doing the same thing that yeah. are working past social security age and getting social security checks and paying taxes on their social security wages it's a it's a good life the majority of recipients of social security don't pay taxes on their social security now i'm going to ask you i've got the answer but why would that be now repeat that so i totally the majority Mm -hmm. of social security recipients this Mm -hmm. is starting back for years and years and years don't pay taxes on their social security it's like about 40 percent it might not be a majority about 40 percent of all social security recipients pay zero taxes on their Social Security, and why would that be? Well, I guess there's because some people either have tax-free income, they might have a Roth IRA, they may, they, they may not really earn, they may not have any other income source other than Social Security, so therefore Social Security would be tax-free. So just, just a few reasons. Great answer. So in my book on, can't remember the exact page, I have a whole section of the chapter that shows all the different income that you can make money, think rich. If you go to Amazon and you put in Dale Buckner, make money, think rich will come up. And it's, incidentally, we got it on sale in the the Kindle version or the digital version. Doesn't have to be Kindle, but the digital version's on sale. And we also have an audio version for the people. You don't have an excuse. I know you don't like to read. <laughs> I know you don't like to read. You, you have no excuse. You get the audio version while you're yeah, you doing your too. while you're doing your Pilates or whatever. You can listen to it or whatever the people exercise. I mean, there's yoga. When you're doing your yoga, you can listen to it, and then uh, you don't have to read it. Make money, think rich. It'll come up, and uh, we'd love to have you participate. In that chapter, we go over the multiple different types of income that are not counted towards Mm -hmm. Social Security taxation. If you're working, it's counted towards taxing your Social Security. Doesn't take much money. I mean, when, once you made $45,000 a year for a couple, then 85% of your Social Security is taxed. And that has not been, uh, what did they call it, uh, gauged for, uh, increased for uh, ta- for the COLA. Mm-hmm. The COLA doesn't increase that. It's been that same way since... For decades. Uh, for decades, since the 80s. And so that's one of the reasons why most people that are continuing to work and getting Social Security or most people... 
that have a reasonable retirement income are being taxed on their Social Security. Let's go ahead and take our final break of this uh, show, this podcast, and offer one more time that you could have a complimentary Social Security checkup with a certified financial planner or even two certified. Why not have two certified financial planners look over your stuff? And we're not the only ones, but, you know, we, we'll do this complimentary consultation if you'll give us a chance. 806-358-7977 is the phone number. 1-800-299-PLAN, if that's too hard to remember. 1-800-299-PLAN. Don't run off the road and try to write this down yet. And then if you just Google Dale Buckner, our website comes up, and you'll be able to set your own appointment. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic. It's sort of a, a Social Security conversation about have your Social Security check be increased. Mm-hmm. We'd like you to get the maximum out of the Social Security Trust Fund and put it in your own bank account. And then we want you to have it where you don't have it infested with taxes. That's right. <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> well, you mean they're going to get, you know, this is the hilarious of so many people think that Social Security is tax free. Grow up. It's not tax free. Now, I've got one thing that I need to tell you about the taxes that are collected on your Social Security go back into the trust fund. Makes your trust fund more safe. Mm-hmm. So, as we've had this become, Social Security become more taxable. That money goes back in the trust fund. It makes the trust fund more safe. That's why they set it up that way, so it would help. Now, during the break, you were telling me about an example of how taxes could really cut into your Social Security income. Let me give you an example of how a situation can devastate people. Say that you want to take your Social Security early. Say you're 62 or 63, and say you still want to work. If you make more than, for 2023, $21,240 in a year, let's just make it easy math. Say you make $31,240 for the year, which is $10,000 more than this threshold. Well, the Social Security office is going to subtract half of that from your Social Security. And if you so if you make a, way more than 31240 a year, say 60000 or 80000 and you're collecting early, there's a chance you may not even get anything. And furthermore, when you apply, you're, you're basically stuck with that for the rest of your life. I mean, you can go you back during the first sixty-two. Year. You're stuck with sixty-two yeah, years. Yeah, so, so so that would be devastating. And furthermore, what little, if any, you do get, likely it's going to be taxed upwards of eighty-five percent anyway. You're, you're such so, a buzzkill. So, so that's I'm trying to make people feel better about themselves. That's a buzzkill. Well, then kill. all you need to do to make people feel better is to mm-hmm. tell people to wait until they're 70 and get a huge increase. Or, or 67. If they want to work, they can, they can work to 67, claim Social Security. That's a, And then you get 100% of the check. You don't get it reduced by anything. That's right. Okay, well. You just get 85% of the tax, likely. I'm going to take the next <laughs> minute 
here and I'm going to tell you Brett has prepared a stack of stuff over here to talk about and we're not going to get to talk about any of it. <laughs> so if you're divorced and not remarried, we need to talk about your social security check and about your claiming strategies. If you never worked at all and you've been married for over 10 years and your spouse worked, we need to talk about your social security check uh -huh. and your claiming strategies. If you have a deceased spouse that, that worked 10 years or longer, we need to talk about your social security claiming strategies. If you have minor children of a deceased worker, we need to talk about your social security claiming strategies. There's a whole lot of stuff. He's got the stack of stuff over there. there you can't believe it. What is this? Like an inch thick? Yes. No, half an inch thick. It's not that thick, really. But as we kind of talk about all these claiming strategies, there are 1,700 rules. plus rules. I think they add rules to them every 10 minutes. If we need to talk, you got to do a little work. Just give us a call. Complimentary consultation. I'm telling you, it doesn't get any better than that. With certified financial planners that are fun to talk to. You can talk to the boring certified financial planner over there. <laughs> or you get a certified financial planner that's entertaining. It's got to be better. 806-358-7977. Easier to remember? 1-800-299-PLAN. That doesn't get any easier than that. And it's even easier if you go to Google Dale Buckner and you'll get a copy of our website. We come, I come right up. If you Google Amarillo Financial Planner, some people, you know, kind of mucked up the advertising on there. But if you just put in Dale Buckner, you're going to get us up and then you get that complimentary consultation.